Today on episode 55, as part of a collaboration between my Patreon and three amazing human beings who also happen to be coaches, I'm introducing you to Tiffany Fleming, who is a Clifton Strengths coach, Mickey Scott Bay Jones, who is an Enneagram coach, and Andrea Sawyer Kirksey, who is a leadership and life coach. In this episode, I'll ask them all to tell a little bit about their philosophy of coaching, share what you can expect from a coaching session with them, and bonus content, you will hear a little bit about how we each vacation. As part of a March 2023 promotion, if you increase your pledge or you become a new patron on my Patreon, Andrea, Tiffany, and Mickey have each agreed to offer one free coaching session for up to five people each. I have no doubt that you will enjoy their coaching sessions so much that you might agree to continue to work with them. Thanks for being here. Grab a beverage, pull up a chair, and enjoy listening to my conversation with coaches Andrea Sawyer-Kirksey, Tiffany Fleming, and Mickey Scott Bay-Jones. My name is Bruce Reyes-Chow, and this is BRC and Friends. Each episode, my co-hosts and I chat with activists, artists, academics, and adventurers to discuss politics, faith, pop culture, technology, and as you will discover, pretty much everything that pops into our heads. This is basically an excuse for us to hang out with friends and colleagues and riff about things that matter. Welcome to BRC and Friends. And today I'm very excited about having three wonderful human beings on BRC and Friends, Andrea, Mickey, and Tiffany, who are three coaches in the world. Andrea is my coach, which has been really quite a joy. Um, and then I've known Tiffany for a long time, as well as Mickey. And so uh, we're going to talk a little about coaching today. But first, I'm going to ask folks to introduce themselves. Go ahead and share what would be interesting about you, where you are, whatever you want to share. Now, Mickey, why don't you go first? Great. My name is Mickey Scappe Jones. I use she, her pronouns. I live in a little small town outside of Nashville, Tennessee. I've been in the South for a very long time. I'm a Black queer woman, a mama, theologically trained, but also a kind of justice movement movementy person who does a lot of different things. Before all that work, I was a doula for many years, I'm a childbirth educator. So my work has always been about kind of helping people birth whatever is inside them into the world. So more love, more justice, more dreams, more vision, whatever it is. And I think that also comes out in my coaching. I am trained as a leadership and transformative coach. So I really love working with people in these like transitional periods of their life. And particularly people who are dealing with something difficult, who are maybe working through some conflict or challenge. And I'm also an Enneagram certified and accredited now Enneagram coach and teacher. And that has been a big accomplishment for me. There are not very many Black, female, queer Enneagram teachers in the world. So it's really important for me to be able to add that lens to my Enneagram teaching and coaching. And so really helping people move beyond just identifying their personality type and knowing intellectually about the Enneagram, but how do we actually move into being able to do inner work with this kind of ancient modern tool? How do we actually begin to change our lives and become, you know, better communicators to understand ourselves better and actually shift out of those habitual patterns that I think is what I love to do with the Enneagram. So I do a lot of other things, <laughs> facilitate and write and speak and all the things, but I just really love accompanying people. That's what this is about for me. How do I accompany folks? through whatever they're going through. So that's me. Great. 
Thank you. And if you want to listen, we did an episode with Mickey about Enneagram in particular. And for those of you that know just enough to be dangerous or just start spouting stuff off, I don't know who that would be, me and Laura. It would be good to listen to that one. Uh, so you actually have somebody that has thought about this much more than in our family. We've now have the phrase like, are you weaponizing the Enneagram again? And we're like, yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Well, I was going to say we're trying not to do that with each other, but that's not true. We are constantly doing that with each other. Anyway, thank you, Mickey, for hanging out a little bit. Tiffany, what about you? Where are you? What you doing? What's your coaching about? Hi, everybody. My name is Tiffany Fleming. I live in California because the West Coast is the best coast. I use the she, her pronouns. No offense to those living in other parts, but come on. I'm from the Western part of the U.S. in general, so I love it out here. I am a certified Gallup Clifton Strengths coach. At Gallup's uh, Clifton Strengths is based on the assumption that we are all wired beautifully. And our job is to discover what that is and then utilize that to the best of our ability to create a life that really is whatever you define as excellence. And so my coaching is really about you already have within you what you need. Let's dig it out. Let's get rid of some you know external programming that you may have heard. Let's bring out who you are and help you walk along, help you walk the journey that you're meant to walk. I have been doing this in a corporate setting for several years. I currently work as an organizational effectiveness consultant as well as coaching. I have been doing leadership development and training, both as a personal coach, corporate setting, and even in a church settings for, I don't know, ever, a long, for a long time. I am seminary educated as well. However, I don't necessarily you know, do a more religious style of coaching necessarily unless that's something you want. But my real joy is to work with leaders who are newer to leadership. This is maybe their first or second leadership role. They're not executives or directors, but they're just coming into that, learning how to transition from being a peer to a leader and really see what the difference is in the role and what is it within them that they can bring out and really excel as a leader. Well, me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this because I know both everybody here personally too. And then I get to hear you talk like grown up and professional. I love it. It's, it feel, <laughs> feeds, feeds my soul that we what all like do all what these things. Because we, we all know stuff about each other. It's great. It's mm -hmm. the best part. Andrea, if you want to introduce yourself. <laughs> yes, it is good to have grown up conversations because normally we just being ratchet. So Look how well we clean up. <laughs> True. My name is Andrea Sonia Kirksey. I'm from a very small, tiny town called Chicago. <laughs> I think it's the best. Well, it's not a coast, so we're right in the middle, but it's wonderful here. And I, my pronouns are she, her. I am Black, queer, woman, married in an interracial marriage. <laughs> my wife is white and also queer. So that works out very well for us. And also, besides being a coach, I'm an executive director of a program that, if I have to sum it up, I would say that we are an organization that's focused on how we can love, grow, and nurture the souls, women of color, and also young adults of color. So we do a lot of leadership, partnering, journeying with folks here in Chicago. And in my coaching, I 
use a very ontological method of coaching, which is really about how a person is being. So it's not just all about what do you want to do. It's also listening for the things that are not being said and how we tap into the essence of who a person is and how they want to show up. And I like to distinguish in my coaching the difference between therapy and consulting because I feel like ontological coaching can, because it get really curious about who you're being and where that's coming from, that some folks may think that it also feels a little bit therapy. (laughs) And so I like to distinguish the difference is that coaching is always about the present and going forward. And therapy likes to reflect around origin of family and looking back and doing some of that. So yeah, I'm ICF uh, certified as a coach and I have coached youth and young adults, grown folks, different organizations. I label myself as a life coach and people ask if I have to know a certain field to be able to coach with me. To which I say, no, coaching is about partnership. And that's also the distinction between consulting and coaching. You don't have to be an expert because it's about partnership. It's about following people where they're going and uh, being in partnership with what they want to create. And so I love coaching and I feel like I've been a coach for a long time. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. The reason we are all here together is because in collaboration with my Patreon and trying to kind of get voices out and connections made and all that, for a few folks, uh, these folks have offered to provide some free sessions for people who are subscribed to my Patreon. So I'm super grateful for you all to offer that, kind of mutually helping each other out to build our communities. But before we go into that, I think part of the reasons that I enjoy the three of you just as friends and colleagues is because it's not just about our professional lives, but it's also about kind of our lives and things that are going on. So before we jump into all the special stuff, I'm just to ask you, anything going on in the world that things have that have crossed your view uh, these past days or anything? I'll start just in general. It is snowing where I am Ooh. in Northern. It is so weird. We had a so blizzard weird. warning in California and driving from LA back to Southern, uh, to Northern California there's this mountain range called the Grapevine, and we had to make it in this window. So, because it was good, it got shut down because of the blizzard. And if you look out our window here in the Santa Cruz Mountains, it's all covered with snow, and the the freeways have just opened. It's so strange that it was snowing in Northern California today. So, Tiffany, you're, did you get snow at all, or is it just rain? No, just rain over here. I can see snow peaked mountains because I'm in a valley, but it's not getting quite cold enough for snow, yeah. but it's chilly and rainy. Bizarre. Anyway, what's going on in your world? Anything interesting mm-hmm. happening? It is not snowing in Chicago, which is a miracle. Is it? We are you have spring yet? Yeah. We don't get spring to like June. So it's still winter. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you still have snow on the ground? You know what? We got ice. So it did, the snow didn't come to us, but a lot of uh, rain and on our block, the street just floods. And so my wife went to move the car and the tires were like half covered in just ice. 
Ew. Yeah. So, so all the cold no. and none of the fun. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's what's anyway. You were going to say what's going words. on. I think the most exciting thing for me is we leave for vacation tomorrow for two weeks. So this week has just been about getting work done. And after this, I'm going to put on my autoresponder and I'm done. So, yeah. so let me ask you, how do you vacation? So in our family, it used to be one of the couple, one of us was super high intensity about seeing everything. And the other one vacationed better and would sit in a cafe the whole time <laughs> and just watch people. Um, I'll give you get one guess, like who was the better vacationer? Who was the uh, We've now, we've doubt, we've, we've met, we've Sounds met in the judgy. middle. Yeah. yeah. What? I can't understand. We've met in the middle and we no longer are as extreme, but how do you all vacation? Do you vacation hard yeah. or do you just like chill out? Both. So we have to do two weeks. This is for Mickey's benefit. I'm a seven. My wife's a four. And I'm an extrovert. She's an introvert. So two weeks is perfect because we go hard for two days. And then we just like read and feel feelings and talk deeply for two days. And then we go hard for two days. So we go back and forth. So we need 14 days so that everybody feels like they've had all the feelings and all the conversations. And the other person feels like they've had all the fun. So a week, we vacation real bad. Not enough. None. We instituted every wow. four days, we do one day where you can do whatever you want. And that includes to our kids, you can sit in a hotel and watch TV all day if you want. Everybody gets a day where you just can do, because yeah, we all got to figure out how we actually vacation. Tiffany, how do you vacation? Well, I don't know a ton about the Enneagram, Mickey, but I do know I'm an eight. And I do know okay. that I'm dead inside. So <laughs> the whole talking about feelings would be like a nightmare for me. Even in real life, let alone a vacation. <laughs> like I vacation from feeling. So that's terrible. But I vacation like, you know, my strengths are largely based around strategic thinking. So I need a lot of intellectual stimulation just to relax. Like I can't watch mindless TV shows. I have to watch crimes that I'm solving or something like that. Like I enjoy that. And then another big chunk of my strengths are all about humans and connection and history and things like that. So I like to take vacations where I am, yes, I'm relaxing, but I'm also doing some learning and exploring and, and trying things and connecting with culture and people. So I have booked a vacation for myself that I'll be taking in May. That is a 12 day food tour in oh, Morocco. In Morocco. Oh. Nice. I know. So we start in Casablanca and end in Marrakesh and in between oh, we do Casablanca. all around. Morocco. I know. One of my favorite so movies. I, so I'm doing this. It is a good movie and apparently a good city. So I've not been there. So I'm excited to connect with people. Like we stay in people's homes. We stay in the tents with the Bedouins. We cook with them. We learn how to like buy spices and cook with them and all that kind of stuff. So it's like really yeah. in the culture. And that's the type of, that's the type of vacation I, I do. Like I am I'm learning, exhausted. I'm experiencing culture, yeah. all of that. You wore me out. That that, I'm so days. exhausted. It'll be yeah. fun. <laughs> well, there's plenty of downtime. Like, it's not like go, go, go. Like, there's several days where, like, afternoon to yourself, do whatever. Like, I don't believe there's you. There's a lot of space in there. Oh, I'm taking space. I'm an introvert. I paid that single That's supplement. True. I'm not staying with people. That's true. So, yeah. <laughs> the single supplement. Yeah, so it'll be good. Mickey, what about um, you? How do you vacation? Yeah. Well, you know, this has changed over the years. You know, 
aside from Enneagram, talking about strengths finders, I just did my strengths recently and Ooh. came back all in the relationship vertical for the first time. I remember they were different before. I don't remember what they were, but they weren't all about relating. Now they are. And I think that's because of the particular circumstances of like the last several years of my life and what's become more important to me and how I kind of navigate the world. The last few like vacations I've taken, or just even if it's like me getting away for a few days, if I do it by myself, it's very much like I am by myself. I do not meet people on vacation. I am not going to the party and trying to meet people. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to sit in a chair by myself and probably sleep. I'll pretend to read a book for 10 minutes until I fall asleep and or listen to podcasts and like maybe go run in the ocean and come back, you know, but (laughs) I'm not, I don't talk to people. I go to dinner by myself, <laughs> you know, like the whole thing. I'm just, and nothing. I am unplugging. I am, do not call me. Do not text me. You know, do not need me. I'm gone. Right. But I didn't used to do that. I used to do the hard driving vacations. I would plan every, because when my kids were little, it was so rare. They were usually like tacked onto a work trip anyway. And then it's like, so now we are going to Disney world at 8 a.m. We are going for the rope drop and we are staying until they kick us out, you know, because it was like, we got to get our the most bang yeah, money for our buck. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially because we just got Disney and that's like, we are going to get every moment in. You're going to have all the memories, children. <laughs> Enjoy it. And so now I'm just like, I literally just, how can I go sit somewhere warm, not do anything, order food? Maybe I will make something, <laughs> you know? So it's like, that's way more my style just Amen. because I go hard when I work. So I do like just the kind of chilling out. But if I'm going to do something, I'm going to socialize with my people. I don't really want to meet new people on vacation. <laughs> no, oh not my me. gosh. My dad like, and his wife. Stick to my people. Yeah. My dad and his wife come back every time. It's like, oh, we met this couple. We're going to go visit them next year kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, no. That is what? No. Yeah. I'm, but see, I'm, I res- I surround myself with people who do meet people, and then they drag me into it. So I do end up <laughs> meeting people because those are the people I surround mm-hmm. myself with. <laughs> I am an extrovert. I really like people, but I like my people. I <laughs> so want to choose. Like, I want to choose them. All go together. Yeah. Right. Like I'll go together with you somewhere, and then you'll introduce me to the new people, and it's it's great. All right. Well, someday, I don't think we any of us have ever vacationed together, but Tiffany, you can definitely t- vacation with Robin because that's how Robin vacations. And I'm much more on Mickey. We would be separate on that beach, chilling. They can bring our drinks together on the same tray, but we don't got to talk. We can just <laughs> deliver them. I'm doing Morocco this way because I don't feel like it would be safe for me to travel there as a woman uh, alone. Yeah, so that's why I'm doing Morocco that way. Most of the time, I will do a solo trip i will put it like a two or three hour usually a food tour or something that helps me learn about the culture and i'll meet a couple of people there i don't stay in touch with them and i definitely do not talk to people on an airplane no no that's a, that's a hard path never no, i will have the headphones no. in and not even have anything on i'm Sit just down, like universal sign of do not talk yeah. to me <laughs> don't talk to me yeah no, no no my mother becomes besties with everyone she sits with on a on a plane no no that's a no. It's so no, we don't talk on the plane. So well, yeah, I mean, I normally, it's just that Morocco is that way because of where sure, it is. Sure. Awesome. 
You all are great. You know, the little things we learn about each other. All right, I'm going to ask you quickly, <laughs> Tiffany, I do a session with you. What should I expect? Folks are like, oh, yeah, I heard about this Clifton Strengths thing. I want to proceed my life with positive intent and I want to learn all the things. What am I going to get mm -hmm. for you? In a, you know, real briefly, what's my session going to look like with you on this kind of intro to Clifton Strengths? Well, most of the time, what you're going to experience basically is that you're amazing, is that you're going to hear me talk about how great you are for like an hour, which is the most fun for me. I really enjoy that. I enjoy saying this is all about hearing how you're wired and how awesome you are. Look at the report. It's science. You're amazing. You know, and so then now how do we put this to work for you? So we're going to talk about how you've seen these show up for you before. We're gonna recall past successes and connect those to your strengths and how you're wired. And then we're gonna figure out how we can replicate that in the future and how can we more intentionally apply what you do really well to the rest of your life. Awesome, thank you. For those of you that know nothing about Clifton Strengths, you talk with Tiffany and then if you wanna do the assessment, you can talk with her more and you get these traits that you'll look at. Usually it's top five, but you can get more and focus on all of those in particular. Yes. Awesome. And Mickey, what about you? So your one-on-one kind of Enneagram thing, what am I going to experience? And then maybe like even in a session, what I experience with you? Yeah, I think people who are curious about the Enneagram or who've done some work or maybe even just been at a party with friends and everybody's like, oh my God, you're totally a four, right? Like you've heard about it and you maybe read a little thing you have a lot of questions. People often have a lot of questions. It's become so popular. If you have an Instagram account, you cannot get away from it at this point. If doing this little like one-on-one -on -one kind of intro thing, I would love to kind of do an, uh, an AMA, right? Ask me anything. You can ask me those Enneagram questions. We can start to go over things because so many people are just kind of exposed to type you know, like type nine is this, type eight is this. And they don't really know that we talk about things like your essence, which is not your type. That is the, your type is actually what your personality that has grown up around the essence that's inside of you that isn't trust, touched by trauma, that can't be taken away from you. And your type is kind of over it. Your type is not actually who you are, right? So we can get into things like that. We can get into your wings, your holy idea, your virtue, like all of these little things that we talk about that kind of make up this structure of who you are. And then of course, I actually bring in things like how your culture and family of origin and gender and sexuality and all the things you navigate in the world can actually interact with how your type shows up. And we can even get into instincts, right? There are just so many pieces of this modality we call the Enneagram of personality that we can explore. And depending on where you are with it, you're going to have different questions. So I would love for this to be a time, you know, if you choose to work with me, you're going to be able to ask an expert those Enneagram questions. And then when we do an actual session, my coaching, I mean, I do typing interviews. So that is one way to find out your type or confirm your type. And a lot of people find their type by taking a test. That's fine. I'm not super in love with the test because the Enneagram really started to come about as a personality typing system in this kind of manner, this talking back and forth, this being in community with other people. So I think that's the best way to find out your type. And for you to discover it yourself, I'm here as a guide. I know the map of the Enneagram, but you know your inner terrain. So 
I am just there to help you narrow it down. And then you come up with your type. So that's an hour long session where I ask you a bunch of questions and we discover your type. If you go on to coach after that, that's where we really start to use all of this information we have to work on things somatically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, all of these ways we can actually start to use the Enneagram as kind of a map of understanding who you are, understanding these motivations we have, which are just kind of habitual ways we've learned, strategies we've learned to navigate the world, and then unpack those so we have more choice around them. We use them maybe because they've worked or that's just been our emotional habit, but you have a whole world of ways you want to navigate the world or can navigate the world available to you. You actually have access to all of the kind of nine pathways. There's actually more than that, but of navigating the world, but you just kind of get habitually stuck in one. And so doing that work with the Enneagram helps you relax your type structure and have more access to your essence. So it offers emotional, spiritual, physical freedom in a way that I haven't experienced with a lot of other things. So that's where it gets really fun and exciting. (laughs) And so I love working with folks over the course of several months or a year, and they get to kind of have that deeper understanding of themselves, which helps them connect better to the people they love and work with too. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Again, why Enneagram person who is actually certified and trained is better than sitting around with a bunch of friends around a dinner table with wine. Maybe that's fun too, but Thank you, Mickey. I'm so glad. I'm so yeah, glad you're different in thing. this circle. That's different. <laughs> now I could tell you what Andrea's are like because she's my coach, but what should folks experience or what should they look to experience in a session with you? Yeah. I really want to help people understand that they already have everything they need, that they are totally whole and complete. The beauty of coaching is that you have somebody who is in partnership with you and who is listening, right? And being curious about maybe the things that you're not saying that you may want to explore. (laughs) When I coach with folks, a lot of times I do also want to sort of get to people's essence and helping them to discover their essence, that person that you are at your highest possibilities. The other thing I like to sort of highlight is our survival or our defense mechanism, right? Because when we're not operating out of our essence and our highest possibility, sometimes we're moving out of fear, right? Going to what we know is that sort of safe move and how sometimes that limits our possibilities. It doesn't allow us to elevate. So we do some work. I have some tools around essence, discovering your essence, highlighting those. I like to also use tools in my coaching. It's best for coaching with me when people come with a project or something that they're wanting to work on and move through. And that could be anything. I had a client who we worked through potty training, (laughs) her child. And the beauty about ontological coaching, that way of thinking about who are you being right now, we were able to keep digging around curiosity and find that what she was really struggling with was her feelings of not being enough, right? 
So when we can get there, then we can start to say, okay, what if that wasn't the place that you were starting from? Then what possibilities can be opened up, right? It may start somewhere (laughs) and end up somewhere completely different before you actually get to tackling X, Y, and Zs of a goal. And so what I love about coaching is exploring and bearing witness and acknowledging the greatness that is already inside of person, but that might just be blocked or somehow a way of being locked down on the thing that you think is a thing because you're sort of stuck in a binary way of thinking, right? It's either this way or that way you know, I'm not good enough, or I am, you know, good enough only if somebody tells me, right? And then watching them sort of explode with possibilities (laughs) when they see that there are other ways to think about who they are, but when they're just thinking about what they're doing, it's hard for them to get to who they really want to be, right? And so that's the beauty of coaching for me, watching someone discover that at the beginning of the call, they thought they were coming to get answers from me. But by the end of the call, they realized that they've generated all this possibility and it was already inside them. They just needed a partner to be there to help follow them and be curious about where they were going. So that's that's what people will find with me a coaching session that's really intuitive and about being curious and following. Yep. I will attest deep listener. There were so many times that I remember going, huh, when you would like poke me and prod to something, but then at the end, when you would speak back to what you heard, I mean, the number of times that I would just get teary, not difficult to make cry in general, but I being heard just amazing. So I'm sure I've not been coached by Mickey or Tiffany in an official setting. And I don't know if that's the same, but I assuming that it would be, we should, this could keep going. I would love to actually have interaction between two of you, but we're also going to keep this down to a listening length. So we're going to end here again. If you all are interested in getting some coaching with these folks, uh, you just have to subscribe to my Patreon and I will connect you. There are only five spots for each person. So that's what we're in this first round at least. And so get in touch, subscribe, I'll connect you. But in the meantime, just in general, how do folks find out a little more about you? How can they, you have websites, all that kind of thing that they could look at just to kind of get a sense of who you are. Again, I'll put these in the show notes and on the Patreon page as well. Tiffany, how do folks find you? My current website is, the address is a little unwieldy. (laughs) It is tfstrengthsconsulting.com. Right. So I know you're going to put that in the show notes. That's probably better, but that's my website with all the information. Great. Thank you. TF Strengths Consulting. All right. And that sounds for your initials, not the, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's how I'm going to remember. That's not Strengths Consulting. Right. Strengths Consulting AF. AF. (laughs) You know, somebody has it. You probably are. Andrea, what what about you? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Andrea, where do we find you? Lifecoachingwithandrea.com is my website. My Instagram is also lifecoachingwithandrea. Everything is lifecoachingwithandrea at gmail.com. <laughs> All so, right. There yeah. you go. All right. Awesome. 
Thank you. And Mickey, what about you? I am the only Mickey Scott Bay Jones that exists in the world. My website is also MickeyScottBayJones.com. <laughs> so if you Google me, you'll find me. If you Mickey and Scott Bay. But if you get close enough, you'll find MickeyScottBayJones.com. Unfortunately, my branding is not consistent across platforms. So <laughs> again, you'll just have to search for me. But I am on Instagram. Enneagram for the people is my Enneagram brand. It is on Instagram and Facebook, but I do not update it because I mostly just update yes. my regular Instagram. Going to get it together one yes. of these days, but yeah, well, you know, where I'm at whatever. today, we, we all can do. So, Mickey, you want? I'm the only Bruce Reyes child in the world, and people will tell me sometimes, "Well, I couldn't find your content information." I'm like, "Well, you did not try." Wow, because. Yeah. I am not hard to find. Um, I've, and I was I was thinking you probably are the only one. That's awesome. Anyway, sidebar. All right, you all. Thank you for being here. Those of you that are listening, uh, again, thank you for listening in. You know, all the things, subscribe, rate, all the place where you listen to your podcast. Go back and listen to other episodes of BRC and Friends. They are quite entertaining, if I do say so myself. So make sure you listen to those. And again, if you want to grab a session with any of these fine human beings, you just have to become a, a subscriber on my Patreon and we will and I'll make those connections for you. So until next time, thanks for joining us here on BRC and Friends. BRC and Friends was hosted and produced by Bruce Reyes Chow. Co-hosts were Jorge Bautista, Mickey Scott Bay Jones, Amy Kim Caremus Parks, and Laura Monaco Heifetz. And the theme music was composed and recorded by Marissa Magdal Laurent. Please head over to Patreon and toss us a few bucks, and feel free to connect with any of us via the show notes. And lastly, please don't make me beg. Take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to BRC and Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. Until the next episode, thanks for listening to BRC and Friends.